free speech, bitch. Listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. We need to be... 
Oh, my God. Jersey Judah. Once again, it is the nighttime. It is 8.48 p.m. And like I said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm back, you know. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm back. With another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Free speech, bitch. All right. This is the free speech zone. All right. And tonight on this episode, I don't know. I know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know how long I'm going to take to talk about it. But uh, we got some things to go through for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, we have uh, Majory. Is it Majory or Majory? Uh, Taylor Green, all right? The remarkable Taylor Green pointing out the criminal behavior of the Biden administration. And the video is called Majory Taylor Green. This is money laundering. Quick one, because after we got Tucker raises $15 million for new media company. This is huge. And I'm not saying that that's the title. I mean, it is huge, but it's literally the title of the video. I don't even know. (coughs) Matter of fact, let's see something real quick. Hold on. For many viewers, Fox News is just not the same without Tucker Carlson. Transpired. It's past my bedtime. All right, cool. That's all I needed to hear. All right. Benny Johnson's responsible for that. And then we have, I don't know, Taylor Green. Shout out. I know Taylor Green, but I don't know where the video is from exactly. I will figure it out. Also, because that's only 16 minutes worth of things to go through. There was something else here. The establishment has gone crazy. They forced Jim Jordan out, but there's still hope. That's from Doc Rich. He black. So I might go through that after we go through the two of these joints right here. Two of these Johns, as my Jerseyans would say, these Johns. We got these these Johns to go through. 16 minutes and 53 seconds. I got to tell you, man, today has just been a great day because I've done nothing. <clears throat> you guys don't understand the feeling that you get doing nothing when you've been busting your ass the whole week. So I was talking about this, I think, earlier or maybe in the last couple episodes, but I've been getting back to playing 2K23. And let me tell you guys what my favorite thing to do is. This is my hobby. It's not even a hobby. It's just something I like to do. I'll put on WWE 2K23. I listen to Jim Cornette talk about the territories. Then I go to WWE Universal Mode. I get rid of Raw, I get rid of NXT, I get rid of SmackDown. I'm putting in NWA and AWA. Yep. So now I got the NWA, and I think I got the people who are who are running that. And I had to I had to download 
the arenas. I had to download some of the wrestlers, uh, Bruiser Brody, uh, Stan Hansen, um, Eddie Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, um, Sting from 1992 going forward, Sting from 1996, the Crow Sting, Wolfpack Sting, which is the red and, uh, the red and black Sting, um, Ric Flair from 1988, Arn Anderson, um, Kevin Von Erich, I got all the Von Erichs, Mike Von Erich, um, there's the other, uh, Carrie Von Erich, Kevin Von Erich, and I got a whole bunch of arenas. So that's what I've been doing pretty much all day. I could have done this episode earlier. I really just didn't feel like it. In fact, I was just in the house a couple, couple hours ago and realized that, shit, I'm running out of weed. So after this blunt, I got another blunt for tomorrow. And then I have two joints left. And I may just save those two joints for Monday. And then after that, I am fucked until the following Monday. So what I'm going to be doing, I'm letting y'all know right now, um, the next week comes up, I'm going to be doing one episode a day. It will consist of, let me see if I can think of this in a better way, 40 minutes in the morning, 40 plus minutes, close, well, 40 minutes in the morning and pretty much an hour at night, which will equal out into an hour and 40 minute episode, but it's going to be done in segments. But instead of how I've been doing it recently, where I do 40 minutes at a time and then do another 40 minutes, I will be doing 40 minutes in the a.m. and I will be doing an hour p.m. I'm not going to share the a.m. segment until I get done the p.m. segment and it will just be one episode. I think that's how I can pull it off this week, this upcoming week. But with all that being said, let's jump into the chicanery. Let's jump into the madness. Let's jump into the fuckery. Shout out to Taylor Green. All right. And um, she's going to be exposing the Biden administration. All right. Joining us now for more reaction. President Biden's speech last night. We bring in Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Green, my pal. Marjorie, uh, thank you for doing this, by the way. Very kind on a Friday. Were you surprised that half or more of the speech was about Ukraine and that uh, 60% or more of the money is about Ukraine. I mean, I thought coming back from Israel, that's where Biden was going to take us, but he didn't. No, I'm not surprised at all, Larry, because we all know exactly why Joe Biden is so obsessed with Ukraine. He and his family made a lot of money on their corrupt business deals from countries like Ukraine, the Middle East and China. And And we just got evidence of that today that we put out. I heard there's something about a couple hundred thousand dollar loan that was washed through something that Jim Biden, Jim Biden was doing and wound up with Papa Biden. What's that all about? Go ahead. ahead. That's about this check right here, Larry. This is a copy of the check. Damn. Joe Biden's brother, James Biden wrote to him. And this is a classic example of money laundering. 
They here's what happened. James Biden wrote this personal check from his personal bank account to his brother, Joe Biden, on the same day that two hundred thousand dollars, which, by the way, is the same amount that this check is for two hundred thousand dollars went into AmeriCorps, a failing uh, company that managed rural hospitals. And it was on the verge of bankruptcy. Two hundred thousand dollars went into that company. And then AmeriCorps wrote that two hundred thousand dollars directly into James Biden's personal bank account. On the same day, he wrote a check to his brother, Joe Biden. And do you want to know why the failing company was, was doing loan repayments with James Biden? Well, court documents reveal, the bankruptcy court documents reveal that James Biden himself said that because of his last name, it brought very strong political connections that can bring money in from the Middle East. Wow. Damn. Um, so to investigate this more <laughs> and to get some money into Israel. You know what this reminds me of now that I think about it when he talked about the Middle East? Remember that situation? I don't know what it was. And I really don't. I'm not even trying to be funny. There was a situation where um, something involving the uh, Biden administration and uh, military trucks, military weapons, military technology essentially just being dropped off in the Middle East and nobody could explain it. Then there was videos of Al-Qaeda with American machinery. And it's like nobody like, you know, maybe that was a part of the payoff deal. Maybe that was a part of who knows what Biden anymore. I don't I can I don't know. This guy is a mess to uh, bolster the uh, Iron Dome and the rest of it. Uh, we need a speaker, Congresswoman, and we're going to have to compromise, I think. Can you just give me a minute on this one? This is a very difficult story. My pal Jim Jordan couldn't quite make it. My pal Scalise couldn't quite make it. My pal Kevin McCarthy couldn't quite make it. I don't know if you're going to throw your hat in the ring, but we're going to have to compromise, Marjorie, someplace, aren't we? I agree with you, Larry. Our Republican conference is in big trouble. And Republican voters across the country gave us the majority. And by doing so, they gave us the gavel. And they did not want, by any means, for us to work with Democrats to throw the gavel on the floor and make it completely useless. You see, we have to have the speaker's gavel. And the only way to get there for that is for our conference to come together, put the petty differences aside, and stop letting egos and attitude Go and ahead. pride get in the way Go of ahead. us electing a Speaker of the House. Mm. Uh, Go um, ahead. Uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, we appreciate it very much. Thank you. Great weekend. Thank you, Larry. Uh, Marjorie. For many viewers, Fox News is... Marjorie. Okay. So, yeah, that was Fox, but, you know, who cares about Fox? Realistically, I mean, it is what it is. Um... If what she is saying is solid and I've been following this woman for around the same time I've been following uh Carrie Lake uh and Candace Owens not too far beforehand. Um if these things are true, um this is this is a crime. I don't know if people know this. Um Biden belongs behind bars. But they know Biden's too old and, you know, the Department of Justice is in Joe Biden's back pocket. You know, let's just be honest. What do you think? Who, who do you think is controlling 
all these indictments. I mean, of course, it's the it's the Department of Justice, but who's making the call? Ghostbusters. Seriously, who's making a call? Joe Biden. Sliding Joe Biden. Slow-mo Joe sliding Biden. Slow-mo Joe. Slow-mo Joe sliding Biden. A fucking joke. Okay? A mess. But yeah, I've been following... um, Yeah, I've been following that woman for probably three years. Around the same time. These are like... The few women who, like, legitimately know what they're talking about. All right. A lot of people can say whatever the fuck they want about uh, Candace Owens and how they feel about her. She's in the same category. A lot of people can say whatever the fuck they want about uh, Carrie Lake. She's in the same category. Um, and, and that's just what it is. You know what I mean? can never call me a misogynist. There's women that I feel that are light years ahead of many men. And the woman that you heard speaking is one of those women. Uh, Like I said, the women that I've mentioned were also the women that I would put in that category. There's not many, but the ones that are, you know, you have to acknowledge that, especially when a lot of men, they're not going to speak about these issues. They're not going to bring these things up. Fucking pussies. Anyway, we're going to move on here to uh, Benny Johnson, and this is the information about uh, Tucker Carlson raising 15 mil to start a network. Now, it is rumored that he is, of course, uh, depending on money from conservative donors and people that have, you know, associated with him loosely or who may have dealt with him in the past or who may want to deal with him in the future, you know, are also chipping in money. But, uh, Let's find out firsthand. For many viewers, Fox News is just not the same without Tucker Carlson. The deadline reports that Fox News viewership is down 37% from May of last year. Tucker Carlson can live without Fox News, but can they live without him? What's up, guys? It's your boy, Benny. Unlike many other shows and channels on this platform, we are optimists, and we do our very best to give you the silver linings and to give you a little pep in your step. And the good news, and delivering good news, of course, today comes with a price. Tucker Carlson was fired for speaking truth, but now it looks like Tucker, as ever, is going to have the last maniacal, infectious laugh. Tucker Carlson has raised $15 million for his brand new media company, which is so awesome, ladies and gentlemen. In a seed round led by an anti-woke firm, let's read the article. Tucker Carlson is gearing up. Tucker Carlson and Neil Patel's new media company raised $15 million seed round led by recent launch of 1789 Capital, which aims to specialize in conservative leading organizations. Carlson reportedly started courting wealthy conservative media investors to help get relatively un- defined venture off the ground in June. The media company will be driven by gang shit. I just, I just said that, you know, the donors, the conservative donors, I didn't listen to this by the way. So, all right. Descriptions and uh, also provide free video content, Carlson and others. In the meantime, Carlson has been posting content, mostly interviews to X while his platform claims that Carlson gets more views on X than he ever would on cable news. The metrics to use are unreliable and do not actually depend on viewers. 
no, it's not true. It depicts the number of people who viewed it. Just like Nielsen ratings don't accurately depict if you're just sitting there glued to the screen or if your TV's just on while you're cooking dinner in your kitchen. Mm. Omid Malik launched 1789 Capital earlier this year and aims to target a gap in the market he believes was left in the wake of wokeness, more traditional investment firms. The firm's investment in Carlson Media Ventures was registered in Nevada under the holding company Last Country, Inc., the investor is structured as a safe, simple agreement, future equity. Malik, no stranger to Carlson and Patel's media ventures, he also invested in the digital media company, The Daily Caller, of which I used to work at as a writer. Interesting. Uh, 1789 Capital is attempting to push. Then the again, media. then again, that, that explains everything, right? <laughs> that explains everything. Well, at least people have a reason to be biased, right? Because, you know, Benny Johnson's definitely team uh, Tucker, team Carlson. I wouldn't I would loosely consider myself uh, team Carlson. And the reason being is. um, If it was anybody else other than Tucker Carlson, who's dealt with the situation that he's dealt with, many of those people would not be able to bounce back the way that Tucker Carlson was able to do simply using Twitter, simply using the same devices that other people, regular people use. If they want to get information out there, um, if they want to know about something that's going on, that's a little bit more concrete rather than, you know, the typical mainstream media horseshit. Tucker Carlson, even involved in mainstream media was actually an effective and, um, Easy, easy going, but at the same time, effective uh, journalists are a, a reporter, but more um, more human than your robotic sort of your robotic, um, you know, teleprompter type of guy. So. I'm not team Carlson because I never worked for Carlson. I don't know Carlson, but for what he's doing, if he was to start a network, a lot of people would be on it. And um, I think a lot of Fox's audience would probably make the switch. So, and I think that Tucker Carlson is good enough, center enough. He's conservative, but he's center enough to work with other people, you know, outside of his beliefs or maybe have a couple people from the opposing end every now and then. And there not be a particular issue, um, almost in the way that this will be a weird comparison. But a Pierce Morgan is where Pierce Morgan will usually have people on the show that he doesn't agree with. And that's the whole point. Um, we'll see, though. Venture forward by showing proof of concept for its online video-driven business model in order to foster further investment down the line, according to Wall Street Journal. Hmm. Since Carlson exited Fox News, then repeatedly accused by the network of breaching his contract, is effective in 2025. So, uh, good luck, Fox. Again, good luck. I will never forget Fox. I say this many, many times. I'll never forget Fox. There are people I like at Fox, people I know who look at work at Fox News. And I use a lot of their reporting. Honestly, I use them as a news source. Most of us do. I will never forgive them for firing Tucker Carlson, never giving him a chance to say goodbye, for like abusing and, and using his audience for being so disrespectful to the people. 
who made Tucker Carlson and who invested in that show, like myself. That's why I think it's funny when Fox News gets trolled live on air. We've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you said poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching, we all get together every Tuesday night, and we watch Tucker Carlson's show on X. We used to watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's out there no more. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson. And I think he's doing probably better now that he's not with Fox News because the corporate media always controls what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say. <laughs> you hear the guy in the background, like he's he's trying to like, you can tell like he just has a, a nervous reaction. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, we, we got to move on. We got to move on here. <laughs> Maybe we can work to get done. Yeah, he was like, thank you, Tyron. Yeah, get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Troll them. We get together every Tuesday night to watch Tucker Carlson show on X. Probably doing better now. <laughs> oh, man. Great. I mean, the real troll here is that Tucker Carlson did hundreds of millions of views with his interview with Donald Trump the same Corpson. night of the Fox News debate. Corpson. And the Fox News debate only drew Corpson. 12 million viewers. Cor- 12 million. I said 24. My bad. They only made 12 million. Uh, Tucker, Trump, 224 million. Kiss my ass. You see what I mean? Like, fuck that. Because, like, look, GOP, Republicans, they're not even cool. Like, they're not cool people. This is the reason why liberals were so were so effective in our society, because you see liberals and it's like, oh, they're everywhere. They're in media. They're in sports. They're in entertainment. They're doing every fucking thing. Right. Hipsters, trendies, wackos, leftoid lunatics, the lunacy of the leftoids. What more can I say? So everybody wants to be a liberal. They look at conservatives, weasels, GOP, Chris Christie. Only person I'm giving credit to is Ramaswamy. That's it. That's it. Everybody else, sayonara, man. Get the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody sitting down for an hour listening to these fucking fossils. Give me a fucking break. That's a decline of 75% in the viewership from peak viewership in 2016. So if that's bad, that means hundreds of millions of dollars that Fox News is not making on advertisements. So this is the real disaster. Tuck Carlson here on X. Obviously, his, uh, he's the most followed independent journalist in the world. Prove me wrong. 10.5 million followers. This has doubled since he left Fox News. So what does that show you? Wow. And so now we are. First of all, think about what he just said. That doubled since he left. So he's at 10 million. So he was at five before he left. This is a journalist. Five billion. Before getting fired, then getting fired, doing your own thing. Out doing Fox. I mean, come on. Come on. That's why the people that talk shit. Because it's one thing not to like a person. 
it's not that I don't like it's not that I don't like Tucker Carlson. I think he says a lot of important things. I'm not like a super fan. But I do like a lot of shit that he was talking about, especially three years ago, man. I remember listening <coughs> I remember listening to Tucker Carlson on accident one day. And I had my phone on the side of uh on the side of my bed. Well not on the side, but literally on my bed towards the edge. And when I woke up, I guess I knocked the phone over and it must have hit a Tucker Carlson video on YouTube. And it was about sort of this uh, weaponizing. They were they were weaponizing propaganda, something like that. And he was talking about references of 1984 and Big Brother. And I'm like, holy shit, this is on Fox 2020. Ever since then, I, I, I kept listening to Tucker Carlson every chance I got. And. Some people you kind of just have to listen to and know about for yourself before listening to what anybody else will tell you. That's all I'm going to say, because it was always this bullshit of it was him, Sean Hannity and uh, another guy. I think Bill O'Reilly, right? They all had that time slot at eight o'clock. I think Bill O'Reilly, of course, the OG, the alleged racist. He's not a racist. Sean Hannity, they try to call him a racist. He's not a racist. You see what I mean? So until you listen to these people uh, firsthand and kind of get more of a glimpse in what they're talking about, and maybe maybe at first you thought they were talking some bullshit, but then it all begins to add up because these aren't jabronis. These aren't curtain jerkers. These are main eventers, man. These are like headliners, these are main eventers, literally, you know, primetime news, eight, nine, I think eight o'clock or nine o'clock. That's a top slot within media. It's a top slot. That's like the main event. That's the main card. That's that's the finale. Because after that, the nightly news comes on and it's the same old bullshit. You know that. Being, of course, Tucker Carlson's show, getting millions of views again. People are saying, it's not the same metric. It's not the same metric. Uh, well, really? Isn't it? I know how the Nielsen boxes work. I know how it works. Like, Nielsen boxes aren't also a great metric. Look at this. Nearly half, nearly a billion views. Come on. Wow. That makes this maybe the most watched interview of all time. Wow. 422 million views for the man who's going to be elected president. Of Argentina. That's right. Javier Mele. It's awesome. Tucker Carlson went down to Argentina and interviewed him and did hundreds of millions of views. This is the number of times the post was seen. Well, okay. Isn't that what a Nielsen box rating? I mean, if you don't know how television news, they get ratings, they set up these Nielsen. It's so antiquated. It's so unbelievably corrupted but they set up little nielsen boxes inside of homes and then they register how many people are watching what shows but what does that do does that mean you're actually watching the show or like most americans is the tv just on in the other room they don't even know who's watching i would say i would argue that this is a more accurate metric than tucker carlson tucker carlson would pull three million viewers a night and he was considered the king of cable at three million views a night well you can go through all of his three million views last time i checked 
is less than 422 million views. Elon Musk saying, for those considering putting their work on X platform, <clears throat> consider that Tucker Carlson's show, when he was on X, had single-digit million viewers, strong by legacy news standards, but his new shows on X exceed the population of the United States. Talk to Earth via X. Mm. One billion views for Tucker Carlson's first 11 episodes. One billion views. 20, 12 million views for Fox News. 250 million views for Fox, for Fox on X for Tucker Carlson's debate program. Well, this could also be, <coughs> and I'm not making any excuses, <coughs> but you got to understand that television in itself, outside of the advertisement of the internet, is almost non-existent. Meaning, if Fox didn't have a YouTube account, Fox News would almost be irrelevant. Right. Let's face it. Most of the clips, I, I strongly believe most of the clips, most of the segments dealing with mainstream media and the news is being seen through our phones rather through our television. If I wanted to see what was going on, I can just go on YouTube. Why would I go on my television and turn? I don't even watch TV like that. I play video games on my television. I watched the Twilight Zone. I forgot what. uh because I got one of those Roku TVs. That's the only thing I would watch. Twilight Zone, maybe Alfred Hitchcock every once in a while. But uh, yeah, I don't watch TV. So like most people don't watch TV the way that, you know, your cable provider. Most people have Netflix, Hulu, uh, Paramount Plus, whatever, Disney Plus, whatever the fuck. Right. Everybody has like it's more like you in a sense that you create television. And what I mean is because you have Netflix, you essentially have TV, but you have, you have TV shows, you have movies, you have everything right there. So you don't need channels anymore. Um, if you're like how I used to be, I used to be a, a huge wrestling fan and I used to get a WWE network at the time. It was like $10 a month. But it was totally worth it because I didn't give a shit about wrestling at that current time. I wanted to see all of the old matches that I grew up watching. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to see, like, uh, Ultimate Warrior versus versus Hogan. I wanted to see shit like that. So outside of turning on a TV, turning channels, oh, I'll view this for a little bit. Okay, I'll go back to this. A lot of people aren't doing it anymore. Outside of and, and look, this is goes this goes even deeper outside of like computers, desktops and things like that. Tablets. We can do all this shit on our phones. Like I remember. I remember I was um, during the summertime. 2019, I was working at a job <coughs> during the summer. Summer hours were for me were morning, so it was like seven of three thirty or some shit like that, and um, I was doing the, I was scrubbing the hallway floors, and like, I don't think I was waxing floors at that time. I think I was only scrubbing floors, uh, with the machine and shit, and like every thirty minutes I'll just sit down and watch an episode of um, Breaking Bad. 
every, every I had this routine that I would just do a hallway, hopefully take less than two hours, watch an episode of Breaking Bad, then in an hour go back to work for another two hours, and that that's what I would do throughout the whole summer. It was the greatest thing ever. I never watched Breaking Bad on a television until like a year ago, guys. Because I've been watching the shit on my phone. Like, you don't need a TV. You don't need to turn the channel anymore. You know what I'm saying? And YouTube was kind of the beginning of that, if you think about it. Because even though it was made for, quote unquote, content creators, regular people who had things to talk about, it became global. It became marketable. And the corporations got their hands on it. The people who wanted ad ad sense or ad revenue, they got involved in it and it became one happy family for the time being, at least. For the debate night, for the Republican debate. Come on, baby. It's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, my bad. Point I was making was um, the thing about the ratings comparison would be more people are on Twitter than actually on a television watching Fox. And Benny already made the point of, well, some people can have the channel on and not do nothing, but that's not really the point. The point is that they have the channel on. That's like a lot of shit I listen to at work are audio form, right? So I have my headphones in and I'll listen to some uh, cornet or I'll have my headphones in and um, I'll listen to Tony's cheating stories or I'll listen to Reddit cheating stories, or whatever. I haven't seen the information, but I've heard it, right? Now, I haven't literally seen the video, but but I'm listening to it, if that makes any sense. So, I don't know, man. I think Benny Johnson is um, correct with Tucker Carlson. He's scorching Fox. Fox is... I mean, one man compared to an entire network, that says something. And that's why credit has to be due when it comes to Tucker Carlson and him sort of, you know, when it comes to viewership, at least, people participating, um, people who are enthusiastic about the information he brings to the table rather than some dry fucking news segment. I was asked about his departure from Fox. Uh by Russell Brand and by Dave Portnoy, respectively, and got a very interesting answer. This will make you angry, and it makes me angry, because you should respect what Tucker built at Fox. There was one show, one show, that I would go home and watch, and I'm almost glad it's not on anymore, because it's past my bedtime. But Tucker Carlson's show, I would watch it every single night, and it was the one thing I would watch. And the ratings speak for themselves, Right. It's just so disrespectful what Fox did to Tucker and his audience. So disrespectful of the audience. So that's what angers me the very most. Uh, again, I got friends who work at Fox. I use clips from Fox all the time. But I call balls and strikes around here. Here's Tucker. All right. So before <clears throat> he gets into the Tucker Carlson clip, which will leave the video to about roughly five minutes until the conclusion of that. I will actually I'm going to go through this entire I'm going to I'm going to go through the rest of the video and then I'll make a second segment for the Benny Johnson, not Benny Johnson. This is Benny Johnson. What the 
the Doc Rich video we're going to do for the next segment. All right, so we'll just go through this. Really leveling with the audience on Russell Brand's show and with Dave Portnoy back-to-back on what happened with the firing from Fox News. Watch. Tucker, how has it been in the six six months or so since you left Fox? How have you been personally, and how does it compare to the time when you left MSNBC in terms of its emotion? Wait, 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 wait. What happened with uh, Russell Brand? I forgot all about that. We did an episode about Russell Brand. I wonder what happened with him. I'm not even trying to be funny or a dickhead. Uh, the situation that he's... I forgot what it was involved in. Um, he warned his audience and his fans that some consequences and repercussions were coming to him. And I, that was all I heard about it. But uh, Russell Brand is a... Uh, was in some hot water recently, probably still is. No impact on you. Well, I've been fired. You know, it's not the first time I've been fired. And I think in our business, when you work for a big company in media and, you know, you say what you think, there's an expectation that you could get fired. So um, I've always had that. And I've always tried to take the long view, not just on media, but on life. All graves go and visit it in the end. I always think that. And, uh, so I, I, I was, I was surprised. I didn't, you know, expect to get fired that morning at all in uh, April. Um, so I was shocked, but I wasn't really shocked and I wasn't mad. It's not my company. And when you work for someone else, that person reserves the right. And in fact, has inherently the right to decide whether you work there or not. And, um, I don't know why I was fired. I really don't. Uh, I'm not angry about it. Uh, you can believe me or not, but I think you can feel that I'm not. Um, and, you know, I wish Fox well. Uh, there was, you know, ugly leaking, you know, I'm a racist or whatever they leaked or someone there leaked to the New York Times. But I that's not true. And I think the people who run the company know that's not true. I actually don't think they did it. Um, and I'm not mad about it. And I've been I've been happy. I guess the only thing that bothers me is I'm 54, and when you get a little bit older, and my wife and I, you know, our children are grown, and we live in rural settings, as you do, because mm-hmm. we believe in nature and God and dogs, uh, you know, you can lose your your drive. I mean, it's just a little bit too nice, kind of. And I do feel like we, you know, people who are healthy and aware and who can read, like, have an obligation to be engaged in the life of the community they live in and the life of the country they live in and the life of the world to the extent that they can. Mm -hmm. And so my only fear um, has been maybe being a little bit too happy. You know, I've spent a lot of time trout fishing, a lot of time. We have four dogs, a lot of time with my dogs and my wife and a lot of kind of like late breakfast outside stuff. You know, like you don't, that's not, I mean, that's great. But life is has got to be more than that. So now I'm back to work, and I'm grateful to be to be doing that. Have you been surprised? It seems as if your microphone has gotten quite a bit larger. Yes. So have you been surprised by that? No, I've been grateful for it. I, I mean, we like within hours of getting the boot. Thankfully, they fired my executive producer Justin Wells like within four minutes of firing me. Yeah, and he really didn't do anything wrong. He was the best producer by, I mean, by in all of television, and everyone knew it. And Fox has a lot of nice people, a lot of very incompetent people, obviously, running it. And he was one of the only competent people in the whole business. But they fired him, too. 
And within, I don't know, an hour of that happening, Elon called him and said, you should come to Twitter. <laughs> so I'll never stop being grateful for that. I don't, we don't work for Elon or anything, but we're using the site like everyone else uses it, which is as a platform that's not censored. And I'm super grateful for that. I think I mentioned this last night. I may have mentioned this previously before. Um, something about um, Elon uh, possibly being an investor into Tucker's new network. I don't think that's solid. I think it's a possibility, strong possibility. If Tucker Carlson, or well, if Elon Musk sees the numbers that Tucker Carlson is producing and realizes that he's trying to do his own network, would Elon Musk want to invest in it? I think he would. I think there's a a lot to be gained from it. But who knows? I do think the downside to social media is you can get involved in like people's responses too much. Yes. No, that's soul death. Yeah. It's so, so see, you just ignore it all. Oh, I really tried to yeah. because underneath because it, they were talking about you just as much when you're on Fox. Oh, I never looked at anything. I never read. I mean, I know who I am for all of my many faults. I know who I am. And I don't need other people to tell me who I am. Right. And I don't, if my wife has views or my children have views or my college roommates, you know, have a view, I'll listen and pay attention. But someone I never met, I don't give a shit. Do you care about the numbers? Like with the Trump thing that you just did. Like, awesome, my guy, he's like, it's 100 million, it's 200 million. It's like numbers that are beyond compare that you really couldn't see in Fox. Do you care at all about, do you look like, holy I mean, we're starting out, so like, you want to... You know, you want to just you want to show a force and like we're still here and yeah, like, right. you know, whatever. Paul Ryan didn't like me, but you can't make me shut up. So I think it, it does send a <laughs> message that I think is good, not just for me, but for the country. Um, but no, I'm not a numbers person at all. And like I never was on our Fox email ratings list ever. Not one time. Ask anybody who worked with me. And I, I didn't know how to read a ratings chart. I never looked at our ratings. I would say to my producer once a month, how are we doing? We're still number one. Great. That was it. Like, I don't. Look at that stuff because I don't want to be self-aware because self-awareness leads to self-obsession, which leads to narcissism and misery. So just stay away from yourself. We think about ourselves enough, don't you think? I'm a numbers guy. No, but <laughs> you but you run yeah. a business, yeah, so I right. don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like I couldn't run a business. If I ran a business, we'd be broke the first day. <laughs> All right, man. Tucker Carlson, right there. And uh, Benny Johnson, shout out to Benny Johnson. This will be a longer um, segment than usual, but it is what it is. Second segment, we're going over Doc Rich. Then we're going to wrap this shit up. Stay tuned. Okay, so now we're going to move on to Doc Rich. All right. Video from Doc Rich is called The Establishment Has Gone Crazy. They forced Jim Jordan out, but there's still hope. All right, let's dive in. Back at it again, and to say that I'm angry might be an understatement. Like, share, comment, and hit that subscribe button if you are new. And let's dive in. It's on Capitol Hill. Chad Pergram here with some breaking news that Jim Jordan will not stand 
for a fourth vote for Speaker. Chad, what happened? Chad? That's right, John. Well, just a few minutes ago, the House Republican Conference met privately, and via secret ballot, they have voted to yank his nomination from him. Uh, This was a small-D Democratic ballot behind closed doors. Jim Jordan has had three failed votes for Speaker on the floor this week, and he kept losing more and more ballots each time, and there was no sign of that attrition waning at any stage. Uh, So the Republicans are done with Jim Jordan and his bid for Speaker. Uh, This is two potential Speaker nominees that they've burned through in the past eight or nine days. Steve Scalise, the majority leader, was first. We are told that he will not stand for speaker again. The one person who has thrown their hat into the ring early is Kevin Hearn, Republican from Oklahoma. He is the chair of the Republican Study Committee, which is the largest block of conservatives in the House of Representatives. We are told that they will have a filing deadline for candidates for speaker to file by Sunday evening. And the Republicans are going to send everybody home over the weekend and have yet another, their third candidate forum on Monday night and then try to go to the floor sometime next week. Now, I'm told now it's unclear if Kevin Hearn or anybody else can possibly get the votes to win a speaker, uh, that they would at least have to burn through one more person before they might try to put into effect this plan to vote to give Patrick McHenry, the speaker pro tem, full powers to run the House of Representatives. I'm told they at least have to go one more round and see where they stand. But the thing that's uh, staring down the pike at them is trying to fund the government in a month's time and also trying to uh, deal with this aid package that President Biden announced uh, last night for Taiwan and Ukraine and Israel. That's something they do want to address. Uh, The Senate probably, uh, considering if you compare it to the House, will be able to move that rather expeditiously in the next couple of weeks. And something, John, I was told very early on in this process uh, when they uh, kicked out uh, Kevin McCarthy, the former speaker, uh, I said, when will this uh, process be over? When will they tap a speaker? And there was one learned hand here on Capitol Hill said, Chad, the deadline is really when they have to fund the government uh, come mid-November. And that might be the deadline for them to get a speaker and again make the House of Representatives operational. That is- so as you just heard there, Jim Jordan is officially out of the speaker race. Yeah. The guy that we had all made a thousand phone calls, probably, well, I, I know more than a thousand phone calls for to, uh, you know, our representatives to uh, vote for Jim Jordan. We had all made those phone calls. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just utterly disgusted. I'm angry. I mean, these 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 guys are just absolutely unbelievable. You know, um, when I got into or like started diving into politics, I had no clue it was going to go down this path. But, you know, when it started heading down the path of, yeah, I'm probably actually a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. What have, you know, what have I been thinking my entire life? You know, I, 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 in my mind, of course, you know, I just thought all Republicans, you know, were on this side and then all Democrats were over here. And and then once I realized mm-mm, all Republicans aren't actually Republicans, you know, um, and then, of course, now I'm seeing this crap. I mean, I'm just oh, man. Wow. But let's get into the list of uh, 25. Uh, there were 25 Republicans in Jim Jordan's third and t- third go round that voted for him or that did not vote for him. Excuse me. Uh, and here they are. So here we have the uh, list here. And as you can see there, the first go round, 20 people voted no. 20 Republicans voted no. Second go round, 22 Republicans voted no. In the third round, 25 Republicans voted no. And here is that list of Republicans. All right. So before he gets into the list, <laughs> oh, shit. 
I'm going to try to make this as eventful as possible. Pretty much what he is translating, and I'm going to break it down uh, for those that probably don't understand what he's saying. There's a lot of rhino Republicans that switched up the very last minute. A lot of rhino Republicans that switched up and changed their ways the last minute. Okay? And because of that, not looking good. All right? It's a done deal. Pause pause and read and um, see if I'm not any doing of these it. guys or gals is someone that... I mean, I was hoping he would read it, but I guess not. ...voted for. And if it is, y'all know what to do. Make a phone call. And of course... Um, when it comes to them making these ads, oh, get it, come out and vote for me. You know what to do. Absolutely not. We, we are not voting for any of these individuals. And I, and I know most of you, probably 99% of you agree. We ain't voting for these people. None of them. Not a single one. They are cooked. And here, here's, here's the other, here's the other uh, three. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Simpson uh, stocks. I don't even know how to say that. And, and Steve Womack. So there you go. All right. So we're going to not we're not going to go through that because I don't know any of these people. And honestly, at this point, I don't give a shit. So we're going to go into YouTube's <laughs> the Audible, man. Audible Jones. They call me Audible Jones. That's a Taz reference for those who don't know Taz. Audible Jones. The Jones. Okay, uh, YouTube, let's see what we have. Do we have anything that is more eventful than what I was just hearing? Because I heard a bunch of uh, rhino Republicans that I don't give a fuck about, all right? And by the way, I have to stress this constantly. I do not consider myself a Republican. I will, in fact, vote Republican without a problem. But I do not consider myself such Republican. And the reason is, I personally don't give a shit about the two-party thing, but I really don't care about the left. So if I have to align with the right, then I will do so. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Endless expectations, but zero responsibility. That sounds like something I say a lot. If a woman has started ghosting you and pulling away, oh, hold I'll up. show you a simple technique to turn the tables and get her chasing pretty much right away. So guys, so guys, so guys, the piss poor PUAs, the curtain jerkers, the jobbers, the jabronis have taken over YouTube. There's an ad, TSM, TSMmethod.com. Make her obsess. This is actually a advertisement. I repeat, I am on YouTube now. Live. This is a advertisement. A sponsor. Let's go through it. This 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 right here is gold. This right here is perfect. So now when you do this, it feels totally innocent and it's very playful and fun and enjoyable for women. The way it works is that it fills her mind with a lot of little fantasies and it delivers all these romantic feelings that she's getting and craving from romance novels and chick flicks. But you're the one who's delivering these feelings. 
So pretty much what he's telling you to do is sell a bitch a lie. Sell a bitch a dream. Your uncle could have told you that. An older guy in the neighborhood could have told you that for free. You wouldn't have to pay any money. You wouldn't have to hear Jabroni talk about it because the guy's a curtain jerker. He's another one, you know, snake oil salesman. After your money, just like a hoe. What a joke, man. So she starts to get really powerful emotions from you. You've probably experienced this. If there's any woman you really like, I'm sure that, you know, you've had times when your thoughts just fill up with her and the thoughts start to loop and you start to get a little obsessive. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how the brain works when you like. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with obsessing over a woman that you are not with. There's nothing wrong with obsessing over. See, this is like sociopathic, psychopathic behavior that's being promoted. So like you're told, hey, lie to a woman. Tell her some fucking um, stereotypical chick flick, romantic comedy nonsense to get into her draws. And don't don't you know, don't worry about obsessing over a woman. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly normal like someone so this is a technique that you can use with a woman who you really like or a woman who you don't even know it's all a technique with these guys you see what i mean these guys are morons it's all a technique it's all a skill it's all a game with these guys this is a game with no scoring this is a game with no success this is a game with no happy endings you're just being blown out by life. Yet, a lot of men have seen this technique and it's helped them open the door to relationships with women who they thought were out of their league, women who ghosted them, women who friend zoned them, new women they're meeting. You know, guys who are five foot two, guys who don't go to the gym, guys who don't have a lot of money, this technique changes everything for them. And what's cool is. What's not cool about this, and this is, I'm, I'm, I'm about to move on. But this is great at the same time because this is actually an advertisement. I did not want to see this, but yet it popped up, which made me want to view the advertisement. This guy is reading something from a screen. He's not even giving the camera eye contact. He's looking at... He's looking at a computer screen. The camera is directly in front of him. Right? No eye contact. Sign number one. Sign number two, right? The nigga don't even... Like, he... It's like he's not even trying to be convincing. The nigga's looking. I'm going to say this again. He's looking at a computer screen, reading what he is saying. So what he is saying is not even genuine. That's number one. Number two, zero eye contact. So anybody who would take this shit serious wouldn't be able to. Look at the the, the guy's demeanor, right? 
know what I'm saying? Look at a guy's demeanor. He looks like a chipmunk. And he has a double chin. And I can tell how he's sitting down. He's not going to the gym. He's not in excellent shape. He's like at a, he's in a gym. It looks like he's at a gym, like a gymnasium at a school. And you know, the curtains in the back where the stage is at. He's like in the back of a high school somewhere. Zero presentation. I mean, it's cool to have a plain black t-shirt on, I guess. Any other time, like, hey, you're going out, you're going to the car wash, you don't want to get your new clothes fucked up. So what are you going to do? You going to get the fucking um, black tea, maybe a white, white tea. Summertime, the wife beater, the tank top, for those that are in shape, most of y'all aren't. But not this guy. Black t-shirt doing a fucking ad. He's reading the screen. It's almost like he's in, um, for a lot of those who are Twin Peaks fans, he's in the Black, he's in the Dark Lodge. He's in the Black Lodge. This nigga got the Black Lodge curtains in the background. Like, is this a, a Twin Peaks anthem or a Twin Peaks intro about to play? Like, this looks terrible. Terrible presentation. And once again, no eye contact. Let's keep going. That it totally eliminates a lot of the BS and the games. So you're not spending weeks or months chasing a woman. It starts to work pretty much the first time you use. And another thing that's kind of weird that I have to point out. Like this guy could have just done the video without him being seen. It could have just been the women because he has clips of women with men and like, you know, these like generic sort of, you know, clips and shit. And I mean, realistically, if you think about it, he could have just he could have just not shown his face. How about that? He could have just not shown his face because once again, his they're showing his face every now and then going through what he's saying, but he's not looking at the camera. He's looking at the screen, reading something that he's already typed. Bozo. So here's what we'll do. I've linked a master class that explains. This oh, here we thing. go. A master class, guys, because look, if someone really is trying to help you, let me just help you guys out for a second. If someone's really trying to help you, they wouldn't be charging you money, right? It's almost like it's almost like um, selling a product. If, if I'm selling a product, right, I'm selling something, right? I have an item I'm, I want to sell. What I'm not going to do is I'm not going to present the item without having a full presentation. If I just have an item and I say one line about the item, why the fuck would people want the item, Right. If I'm trying to express something, if I'm trying to explain something, right? The last thing I'm going to do, the last thing I'm going to do, right, is be around, what's good? Be around, right? And actually have a, a fucking strategy. Just read something. It's almost like news. Teleprompter. Right? If I'm looking through, if I'm if I'm telling the news, 
and I'm supposed to be looking at the camera and the teleprompter's to the right. If I'm looking at the teleprompter the whole time while going through some fucking news, right? The last thing I'm going to want to fucking do is give the audience no eye contact and go up. Look, look, let's just listen to this nigga. Listen, hold up. How it works, listen. how to use it. So, you know, listen tap the thing. link, watch it now. You don't need to enter your email address or anything like that. The reason I'm doing this is because I know there are a lot of great men out there who struggle with women. And this technique is one of the best things to overcome that. So even if you've only got a few minutes right now, Techniques. I know it's going to help you. So please go ahead. Techniques, courses, buy my program. Head, click on the button below. I promise this is going to be way more valuable than whatever you were about to watch right now because as you're going to see, this technique taps into a very deep primal part of the brain that makes us want to chase other people and get obsessive about them. And so by delivering these romantic feelings that a woman wants, it instantly elevates you above any other guy who's competing for her. And just to be crystal clear, has nothing to do with being dominant or approaching, you know, as many women as you can. All right, and on that note, we're just going to move on to the video. I, I can't believe, like, how long is this? Like, this is pathetic. Can anybody get an ad? They should give me an ad. Let me plug my podcast. Because if, if, if this guy can plug a course and try to sell you something, at least let me ad, let, let me advertise something that's free game. What the? These niggas are selling courses. This guy's a jabroni. Skipping the ad. My bad, guys. My bad. We got to get into this video here. Latest juice. Uh, dealing with endless expectations, but zero responsibilities. The truth about women today. All right. Modern women have proven time and time again that they are not worthy partners for men and they do not deserve men. This is the generation that has rendered men's efforts useless and irrelevant and cares only about themselves. Women are getting very, very, very picky. Very picky. It's like, you know, you got to make six figures. You got to have the nice car. You got to have the nice apartment that you keep really nice. You got to be a protector. You know, you've also got to let me somehow run the house and be the boss of the house when it comes to big decisions. I mean, there's not, listen, you got to be really good looking. You got to be in shape. And what I always say is, you know, when you make these demands, always look in the mirror and self-reflect. What are you bringing to the table? What are you willing to do? Do a proper, realistic self-assessment because otherwise you're only hurting yourself. You're going to say, oh, these, all these guys aren't good enough for me. I'm not even going to give them the second look. And maybe there are some really good guys out there that maybe they're not a 10, but maybe you're not a 10 either. And maybe, maybe a realistic assessment of that would open up a whole bunch of really wonderful opportunities for you. That could She's not a 10. Um, see, like the women and I've always I always talk about this and it's always a pet peeve of mine when it comes to women who talk about these topics. Right. They're not really talking from experience. They're just talking from perspective so they can see something going on, speak about it, whether having experience or not. And people will most likely listen. Um, the Lana Rhodes, um, the Brittany Renner, um, a whole lot of these other women, right? They don't talk about shit meaningful, but they're there. 
their appearance speaks for themselves. Their appearance is their burden. A man's performance is his burden. Today, if a man doesn't have six figures, it's known from the woman that he doesn't have six figures. He doesn't have enough. He doesn't uh, make enough. He isn't doing enough. Women, it's more brutal because if a man's not interested in you physically, he's just not interested in you. And even if he shows interest in you, is that interest only temporary? Meaning, is he going to hit it or quit it? Or is he going to try to stick around? That's based on a woman's appearance. If the woman's sticking around, if the woman's going to see what the man is all about, his performance has to be at an all-time high. In the same sense that when a man looks at a woman, her appearance has to be at an all-time high. No exceptions. Desperation doesn't count. Like a nigga who's desperate and a nigga who's just trying to find whatever, that doesn't count because those guys always get fucked over at the end. Even the guys who would be seen as the hopeless romantics, they're getting fucked over at the end. They're getting fucked over at the end. And you can see it. The divorce courts speak for itself. The suicidal rates, the self-deletions, the self-liquidations of men from losing losing the possibility or losing the chance to to raise his son because of the courts having half of his shit given to the woman typical I was watching these this dumbass nigga that came to my car just like not not come to my car but come to my window while I was recording so that's probably why you heard some bullshit earlier on. Niggas, man. Meaningless shit, too. Nigga would have asked for a cigarette. Nigga would have just... It's all niggas do nowadays. That's why I stay to myself. But anyway, what this woman is saying is nothing different than what men say. But because she's woman, I guess it's easier for women to deal with. That could work out really well. What do you guys bring to the table? <laughs> Funniest good genetics. Tell the joke. Oh, no, not like in that sense, but like, I don't know. You got to give me at the right time. I don't know what mine is. Well, I like saying like we can make like NFL players together because I'm 5'8". Oh, shit. If you guys want NFL players, you know who to hit up. Hi, Miss. Hi, She brings everything to the table. She can't do any wrong. You got to accept her and her imperfections, but she has to judge you at all times. This is the type of woman that is talking, by the way. We'll keep going. All right, picture this. You're a brand new house flipper. You're brand new. Now we got a guy. Now we got, we got, first we got, Piss poor PUAs. All right. Which is bad. Piss poor PUAs. Horrendous. Now we got uh, pyramid scheme pirates trying to get you to flip houses and do all this other shit. This is incredible. 
of the game, you're looking for deals in some of your target neighborhoods, and you find the perfect house. It's a beater house. It's fallen over. It's like 70 years old. It's in a solid neighborhood. Fuck you. What Fuck do you, you bring to the table? Everything. I got two kids, you know what I mean? So I'd bring... She brings two kids to the table. I guess, yeah, she brings a lot to the table, a lot of which is not useful. I'll tell you that. A lot of that shit ain't useful. Two kids. Jesus. Everything. If you're willing to be, provide for my kids and everything. Everything. So a man asks a woman, what do you bring to the table? And her response is she has two kids. Most guys are walking away. Right after she was right after she would have said that, most guys were to walk away. And then had a nerve to ransom. This is like reverse ransom. Like, yeah, if the man's willing to provide for my kids and provide for me, then everything. Bitch, you're nothing. And your shit, and she's fat. That's what's worse. She's out of. She's the fattest one out of all of them. Talking the most shit. What do I talk about a lot? These five and below bitches are funky because they don't know that they're five and below. It's like shallow how the uh, Jack Black flick. You feel me? Check that shit out. That shit funny. Only if you're high though. I'll watch that movie tonight if I had enough weed, but I don't. But um, Shallow How, like these bitches lie to themselves. It's like how Jack Black's character saw this perfect shaped woman, right? But in reality, she's a cow. You know what I'm saying? Um, she's shaped like a water balloon. Um, she's shaped like uh, she's shaped like a, a air balloon, water balloon, air balloon. She's shaped like a fucking. Word up, bitch is just shaped awkwardly. There's no other way to to express, like, bitch is shaped like an octagon, my nigga. Like, bitch got terrible shape. Bitch ain't built properly. Ain't worth shit. My kids, my life, my mental health, everything. My kids. Like, everything. Everything you want to know about me, I'll bring to the table, for sure. What the f- <laughs> First of all, like that makes no sense because none of those things a man benefits from. That's like a woman asking a man, what do you bring to the table? And a man says something like, um, I'm going to school right now. Or better yet, a man is just more direct. Like, what do you bring to the table? Uh, I'm focused on myself. So that's what I bring to the table. Like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even fucking with 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 half of you bitches. I'm not even fucking with 75% of you bitches. I'm not even I'm not even dealing with 85% of you bitches, 90% of you bitches, 98% of you bitches. Why? Because women don't bring shit to the table. That's just <laughs> like that's just, that's the reality. Look at look at the people, look at the people and the motherfuckers who say, um, who brings what to the table, right? Right? What the fuck is this nigga doing? Yo. The fuck is all these niggas doing? 
I got all these, I got all these retarded ass niggas doing nothing, bro. Yo, word up. Like from for for where I'm at in my life, like I can truly say I can't stand none of these niggas, bro. Like all of these niggas are useless. Niggas is hiding beer bottles from cops. They 40 something. Y'all niggas is y'all niggas is old. Cops ain't worrying about y'all old fossil fuel ass niggas. Like y'all niggas is pathetic, bro. I gotta say it. That's why I stay to myself. I don't fuck with niggas, man. For real. Niggas are absolutely fucking moronic as fuck. Useless, man. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Like, I don't fuck with 89. I don't fuck with 98% of you bitches. And I don't say this to be mad. I don't say this to be like, I'm not ranting or I'm not angry about it. I'm just being very honest. Like, y'all really don't offer shit. Y'all ain't y'all ain't bringing shit to the table. And a man to a certain extent is like, yo, if I'm the one supposed to be responsible for everything, a bitch can at least be with the program, right? Like a bitch can 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 at least be legitimate. Right? But no. Bitches gotta be funky. Bitches got to be out of pocket and they got to have multiple kids and expect you, the man who's not responsible for her kids, to be responsible for her kids. It never gets better. You got kids? Yep. How many? Two. I only want guys around me that can do stuff for me. So once again, bitch with two kids, she's ugly as fuck. She looks like a transvestite. She she doesn't even look like a transsexual. She looks like a man dressed like a woman and not even going with the whole routine. This is embarrassing. Two kids, but one a man that just does things for her. You do stuff for you like what? Everything, like anything that I need done. I like nice things. I like to look nice. So you need to go buy them nice things. Then. No, my guy's gonna buy them. What do you bring to the table? Go to a restaurant, find you a waitress, and then you ask her what you want, and she'll bring it to the table. So you don't add no value to a man, basically. That's what you're saying. I feel like a woman is supposed to be a pretty, pretty princess and just look pretty and get things. Get things while while you do nothing. Essentially. He got to be doing something. I don't want... See that? Nobody lazy around me. Yeah, but it seemed like you're the only one who lazy. There's plenty of women out here that's willing to bring to the table to add to their situation or to their relationship. No. You're not trying to do none of that. No. no. It seems like you're a gold digger. I am. So honestly, you can get... No. Yeah, you're, you're dismissed. No, gold diggers. Show me which one of you is going to be a gentleman. Show me! You're eliminated. Kick that bitch out smooth. I don't know what kind of car he had, but this is nigga shit, by the way. I just want to express that. Hold on. Hold on a second. I already have it closed. I ain't going to open it back up. Possibly fuck up this episode. Fuck up the audio. But um, yeah, this is some coon shit. Like, for the sake of exposing women, I guess it's useful to have a nice car and to pull up just for all the women to look at the car. They're not looking at you. Or they're looking at you because of the car. They're not looking at the car because of you. You feel me? So 
they're prioritizing your belongings over you to begin with because that's the vindictive, evil, sadistic nature of the modern day fell. Not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. If the opportunity is in front, in front of them, they'll, they may reject it first, they'll deny it, but then the temptation gets to them. It's almost like how women become whores. I mean, there's multiple routes to whoredom, right? It's like a destination, a destination that has multiple routes. There's not just one road to get there. There's different roadways, you know, highways to whoredom. There's the parkway to whoredom, right? And one of the many ways for women, right, is stemming from either relationships or the relationship she's had in the past and connecting that to the relationship or lack thereof with her father. There can also be um, crazy shit that the bitch experienced growing up, maybe some sexual activity that's just ungodly and just unreasonably too young. And she's turned the fuck out and sex to her is like an exercise. It's no, it's nothing important to her. Given the opportunity, if she knows she can make a large sum of cash, she's going to put that pussy on the market. And that's just a fact. Okay. That it is what it is. Okay. That's how that shit goes. And a bitch gets to a point where the only thing that she has to offer is pussy. So it's pussy for sale, but if everybody's had it, then shit, I should get, I should get like, uh, you know, clearance. That pussy should be on the clearance rack. What the? I should get 50% off. What the? I shouldn't put as much time, effort that the other scrubs have done. Or maybe the, uh, you know, the supernova alpha Chad who's smashing the first night, who has to put in no effort, no money. You know, the bitch tells him to just come over for Netflix and chill. You the one that's taking the bitch out. What the? Dating, modern dating, garbage, trash, waste of time, not even worth it. Self-development, spirituality, absolutely worth it. It's like the little chick I was fishing, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you guys in the relationship? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, why are you bringing it to me? She's, I'm Italian. Dual citizenship. Yep. Dual citizenship. I bring dual citizenship to the table. The woman that says she's Italian, that's a very skillful. And I don't think people understood. But then again, maybe I took that comment a different way. If a bitch is Italian and she can't cook, she's not Italian. I'm going to say that straight up. And I'm going to tell you like that straight up. If a bitch is Italian and she don't have any recipes, her grandmother didn't teach her how to make lasagna or some shit like that. You know what I mean? She ain't fucking Italian. That's like black people that can't fry chicken. I don't trust you. You can't fry chicken. I can't fuck with you. If you don't eat fried chicken and you're black, I don't fuck with you. That's unnormal, nigga. Fuck are you talking about? You don't eat fried chicken. So I took it as the woman being Italian, she's bringing food to the table, dinner table, which is, by the way, a good enough trait to pass, in my opinion. 
You're a dual citizenship like, to the table. Yeah, like you can get dual citizenship. Damn, is relationship work? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's why I bring it to like, even, you have in dual relationship, dual nationality to make the yeah. relationship work. Of course. I, like- I don't know what the fuck that nigga is even saying. He's speaking in another language, I guess. I don't get it. <laughs> why bring, oh, bring it to uh, what bring one baby table? What bring one baby table? What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? My dual citizenship and cooking, I guess. Bingo, see? I know bitches. I knew it. When she said she was Italian, I knew it, nigga. I knew it. I knew it. Okay? I knew it. I knew it, alright? What do I bring to the table? I'm Italian. Started laughing. Oh, okay, I get it now. See that? See that? And by the way, passable. I don't know what she looks like because the video is. Let me, let me. Um, these bitches are shape funny. What's wrong with her? Never mind. She's okay. She's about six. She's manageable. But if she can cook, that's that's good. That's good. Cooking. 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 And she ain't fat. More importantly, hold up. She's not fat either. She knows how to cook, but she ain't eating too much. That's the problem. A lot of you fat bitches, y'all can't cook, but y'all eat every fucking thing. Like, how is that even? I mean, it's possible, I guess, but damn, you bitches really got to be lazy. How are you a proactive fat person? Meaning that you go different places to eat, but you can't cook anything and you 50 and you 50 to 75 pounds overweight. What the? F- Come on. What the? I like a planning. Let's see. This guy looks like he wants to be in it. Oh. Well, there she goes. Yeah, I bring a lot to the table. The whole table, I guess. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not good. Never tell. See, that's and this is where bitches fuck up. That's like a man who lies, like a man who says, I make this amount of money when you don't make that much. You only trying to impress a bitch. You only trying to get draws. Matter of fact, you're not even trying to impress a bitch. You're just trying to get pussy. Like it, trying to impress a woman. Let me let you women know something real quick. And I know this is gonna sound misogynistic, but trust me, y'all gonna want to listen. You see, when a man's interested in you, right? Pussy can wait if he's interested in you. Pussy can wait. But he wants to he wants to see if he has some wiggle room first. If a bitch if if a bitch gives up pussy willingly, like she meets this guy gives up pussy, meets the next guy gives up pussy, meets the guy after that gives up pussy. And no no relationship was formed within those three guys and then she looks to a guy that she likes and makes him wait for it. She's a fucking pathetic parasite my nigga that's that should be a crime you already let three niggas in with no strings attached three men in no strings attached i'm gonna say this again partner after partner after partner after partner those guys were looked at as, you know, just friends that she's fucking. You know, that's women. Just friends that she's fucking. 
And she meets a guy that she likes. But rather than give him the access, because let's face it, she's already did it with three other guys previously. She's going to make that man go through the obstacle course. She's going to make that man go through a marathon just to get something she's willingly gave out three times previously, man. That's the dating market, by the way, gentlemen. For those that want to know, the youngsters out there. That's the dating market. And most people who truly invest in the shit, who believes that that's something valuable for them, they'll involve themselves in it. Guys who are naive, guys who don't know any better, they'll willingly participate. We're taking this shit over an hour, by the way. We're not doing the segments this time around. Although this is technically the last segment, but we're going to ride this one through at least an hour. But most guys who are naive, back to the conversation, of course, most guys who are naive, they start dealing with a woman And a woman's kind of playing this hard to get shit. And the guy may say, oh, that's good. Oh, that means she hasn't been doing this and that. Yeah, okay. There's a chance. I'm not saying this is solid, but I'm saying there's a chance she sees you as a sucker. So she'll she'll have you go through all of the hurdles. And if you misstep, you're out. She'll go back to the guy that she's already fucked without that guy having to do shit. Guys aren't doing nothing. The guy, like like I said, the chads that are pumping and dumping these women, the women almost ask to be taken advantage of in that sense, right? Rather than her finding a man who's suitable, right? She'll deal or she'll risk everything to deal with the turbo chad. Because that's once in a lifetime for some of these bitches. They're only seeing guys like that on television. Was that your girlfriend? Yeah, she's one of my girlfriends. For quite some years, the roles of women in relationships have been unclear and questionable. It's only good for men to check if the woman they want to be with is also unclear and confused about her roles in the marriage. Women have started or want to assume the position of a baby or disabled in marriage. Why are you not investing in tax liens? No, seriously. What, more more pyramid schemes. It's like they're giving... What's wrong with YouTube? Y'all just give anybody... Like, I'm saying this again. I'm going to ask this question again. Are they giving anybody, um, like, ad space where you can just make an ad? Because I want to add for my podcast. These people were talking about selling shit. I'm just trying to advertise a free podcast. I don't know. Maybe that's going to be difficult for me. But these people can sell you a dream and get 30 seconds to a fucking minute. Why are you not investing into one of the most... Go fuck your mother. Marriage. They want to ride on the back of men's effort and sweat and go ahead to claim equality. See, these dudes kill me. That's what's wrong with this generation Uh today. Uh Uh-oh. Steve... The simp, Harvey, Steve, who got pretty much cuckoid, got cuckized 
got cuckinized. He got cuckinized by his woman who was fucking the bodyguard who used to be a pimp or some shit like that. We went over that in a previous episode as well. I think the episode is called Steve Harvey is a Simp. So if you want to laugh, listen to the episode called Steve Harvey is a Simp. And um, you'll enjoy that, I think. You know, because once again, man, Steve Harvey, author of Think Like a Man, right, is actually thinking like a woman. What do I mean by this? Well, a man who asks a woman, what do you bring to the table, has nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with a woman's career, has nothing to do with um, a woman's accolades even. It has everything to do with the simple fact of what can you do that keeps me around outside of money? The women get upset because either they realize that they don't have anything valuable to offer. They can't cook to save to save their souls. They can't cook for shit. They'll burn the goddamn house down with some fucking ramen noodles in a pot. I'm telling you, savage, savage shit. Then it's like also whatever, whatever uh, innocence or whatever form of purity that you would want to look at women as where a man would protect a woman previous generation if a woman was getting, you know, hands put on her, the man would at least step out and say something. Regardless if the man has business to be there or not, which he doesn't, but that's another topic. Today, there was a woman that was sexually assaulted. Well, not today, literally, but today's time. There's women sexually assaulted on a New York City subway. Okay? New York City subway. Sexually assaulted. They filmed it. Nobody did nothing, but they filmed it. I think they're trying to investigate at the time of locking the person up who filmed it for, I I forgot what law that's under, but you're technically not allowed to do that, but whatever. This is all normal shit today because where, where you would help a woman in the past and there would be some sort of, not to say that, and, and this is me being honest, like, I'll never help a woman expecting anything in return because I know they can give me nothing in return that, that I would look at as reasonable. If I do something for a woman, I just do something because I, I felt like doing it at the moment. It's not like, um, it's not how guys, guys look at like being courteous and being kind to women as like sort of a golden ticket. Well, I'm a nice guy, so I'm gonna get this woman. Right. Or, um, I'm kind to a bitch. So I'm going to use that to get a woman. You're not getting a woman like that. Just with that alone, you're not. Guys will lie to themselves and say that they can. Other guys will lie to them. Women will lie to you and tell you just be yourself. But if you're just an easy, if you're, if you're easy to manipulate type of guy, then that may not be the best uh, advice to be given now, is it? But women don't think like that. They're saying Disney stereotypical bullshit. You feel me? 
And they get guys who are weak-minded enough to buy into their shit, quite literally, just like the PUAs. They buy into their program. They buy into their lectures. They buy into their courses. They get nowhere and get nowhere fast. The women, it's, it's almost the polar opposite where you got these bitches that advertise whoredom and the many ways of whoredom. OnlyFans, the many ways of whoredom, pornography, the many ways of uh, of whoredom, webcam shit, right? Instant access to cash with long-term concrete consequences. They don't think about these decisions right away until it's too late. Steve Harvey, a simp, misconstrues what do you bring to the table as a question to a woman? Because Steve Harvey is from a previous generation of simps, of white knights, of guys being courteous and kind to women. Now, here's here's the kicker. Back in his day, that's reasonable because women weren't really out there hoeing like that. And if a woman was hoeing, you would know. Because she would be excommunicated from certain circles, right? Today, they're celebrated. They're amongst regular people. You could go to the mall. Or better yet, you could go to Times Square. Go to Hollywood Boulevard. New York City to California. You can walk down these popular roads. And walk past, and I'm not even joking, like you could walk past, if you walk down those roads for five minutes each, you would probably walk past 10 only girl, uh, 10 only, um, only fans, bitches, without a doubt. And in California, a couple of porn stars, without a doubt. Steve Harvey's thinking like a woman. Steve Harvey doesn't realize when a man asks what's a woman bring to the table, it means what qualities does a woman have, what characteristics, what traits outside of being strong and independent and a go-getter, all that shit, that means nothing to a man, which actually translate uh, being problematic. That's what it translates to, being problematic, being argumentative, believing that everything should be handed to them on a silver platter while they bring dog shit to the table. They'll shit on the table and then have a nerve to say they'll bring something. This is why men like Steve Harvey, in my opinion, never liked him, never respected him. And I think he should just stay away from these conversations and deal with his own situation that he has going on. Young boys today, what does she bring to the table? The hell you mean, man? What do your ass bring to the table? You got a woman that can come to the table that can make another you. What else? Saying a woman only has a vagina is not necessarily saying enough to what a woman brings to the table. But nice try, Steve Harvey. Oh yeah, women can women can bring babies to the world. Do they? Do they though? Do they bring women in a 
I mean, do they do these women bring babies in a two parent household? Do these do these women bring uh, babies in a reasonable environment? Most of them don't. The stats, the statistics speak for itself. And it's and it's time for simps like Steve Harvey to shut the fuck up and look at the stats and look at what's going on rather than go off of emotions and just be a typical old head, know-it-all, bald-headed nigga. What else she need to slide up to the table with? What about your job? What happened to men who were supposed to be responsible? Do you know that it's our job to take care of a woman and some children to have a family? That's our damn job. Is it? It's not a job, Steve Harvey. What you sound like is a bitch. That's like a woman saying, me having these children, that was my job. Me being a parent, that's a job. No, it ain't. It's a responsibility, you stupid bitch. Steve Harvey, you're a fucking joke, man. You're not even funny. You're a joke that's not funny. How about that? Ironically enough, Steve Harvey's a joke that's never said a funny joke in at least 25 fucking years. Get the fuck out of here. When the nigga had a Steve Harvey show, high when well, he was high tower. Get this, get this bald headed high tower ass nigga out of here. Sounding like a hoe, bro. Only a hoe sound like this. Listen to him. I brought this video in as a throwback to when Steve Harvey said men should not ask what women bring to the table. Yeah. Well, my father once told me, don't listen to a man based on how good or reasonable what he says is. Judge him based on the result of what he says. Steve Harvey said men shouldn't ask what women bring to the table because the woman can bring another him to the table, but he allegedly got cheated on and he is on his third marriage. Well, there you have it. We'll end it right there. That's enough. I just wanted him to say that. Shout out to the latest juice for saving this episode because this episode here was this episode is an episode in itself. Like this segment could be an episode in itself, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to incorporate it into one gigantic episode that I will upload tomorrow morning. All right. So by the time you motherfuckers are listening, it's Sunday. Bloody Sunday. And I will most likely do something tomorrow morning. I'm thinking more tomorrow afternoon because it's already 1030 or 1025. Get ready to play this 2K23, maybe some Riders Republic, maybe 2K23 for the rest of the night. I'm still putting together my dream promotions with WWE uh, Universe Mode. Raw, gone. SmackDown, gone. NXT gone. What I have, NWA, and I got some. Like I said, I got some old school wrestlers, um, Dusty Rhodes. Okay. Um, like I said, Broser Broody, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, Sting, um, Taz, Terry Funk. Fuck you talking about? All right, ECW legends, Sandman. Fuck you talking about? I might, I might get a, I might look for a Smoky Mountain wrestling because I, because I have, I have a, I have Jim Cornette in the game as well. Created character. I didn't create him, but I got him from the network. I'm not from the network, the, the creation community, whatever the fuck it's called. You know what I mean? So I got, I got Jim Cornette. 
So I might, I might, I might find a, a Smoky Mountain, you know, a Smoky Mountain arena, create a Smoky Mountain because I already got NWA and AWA. Or then again, I might get another territory. And then all the uh, the new wrestlers, some wrestlers, I don't want, I don't want them in my universe. So a lot of the wrestlers today, I had to let go. I kept like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar just to see like Brock Lesnar versus uh, Bruiser Brody or, or fucking uh, Dusty Rhodes versus Roman Reigns or something like that. You know what I mean? Fantasy booking. That's what I'm about to do right now. Enjoy the rest of my night. Hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the day. But that's all I got to say. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.